You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. This is season four, episode 23. I'm Chris, joined by my brother James. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network. Be sure to use promo code THPN. At DraftKings, they are our presenting sponsor. Welcome to the Wednesday night episode. James, how are you doing on this fine Wednesday evening? I'm doing wonderful. I actually had a little bit of internet problems tonight, so hopefully I never cut out. I shouldn't, but we'll we'll hope for the best. I also got these cool cool LEDs now. So I was about to say we got an updated setup for James. (laughs) He just keeps getting all kinds of improvements this year. He got the mic and now he's got some lights too. I gotta get some of those for myself. It's getting better and better. Better and better. That's that's what we do here at Starcast Remarks. We're always improving. Always improving. Always. Okay. So tonight we got a good section of topics. I'm not gonna give you a rundown like Ryan because I'm gonna change things up. Ryan's not here. He is with uh, wife he's taking a little break because they need it he's got a crazy time going on but let's just get right into it first thing we're going to talk about if you see the title of the show we're talking about penalties first uh mainly because they're at the forefront of our mind after the last game we were very frustrated about that go check out our agr for our very upset reactions especially for me um but also because Stars have a weird relationship with penalties. It seems like we we take more penalties and we play better. And when we take less penalties, we're playing worse. So, really weird situation. And we also are the most penalized team in the league. So, while having one of the best penalty kills. So, really weird relationship between the Stars and penalties. James had some good some good thoughts to bring up. James, go ahead and hit, hit us with yeah. some stuff. Okay. So I went and looked at the team stats for penalties drawn and taken. So we have taken 75 penalties, which is 10th in the league, right? And we have drawn 60 penalties, which is 26th in the league, right? And if you take uh, 75 and you, you subtract it from 60, you get 15 penalties. So we're net down 15 penalties. Okay. which is the second worst in the league, only behind the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> wow. Okay. By, by like a lot. The, the next person above us is negative 10. Yeah, and that doesn't even make sense for the style that this team plays. I mean, when you look at how the Stars play, you think that they should be drawing a lot of penalties, and a lot of our best players are doing that. I mean, Robertson drew, draws a lot of penalties. Delandrea, who we've been raving about, has drawn a lot of penalties as well this offseason. I mean, do do we have any ideas for why we're not drawing as many penalties as we should be? I honestly don't know, man. It's it's so frustrating to watch, though. Just the 
just the past like four games, I think we've only had like seven power play opportunities and we've scored on four of them. So yeah. I, I mean, the stars are just, they're, they're crazy with special teams right now. We're third in the league in both penalty kill and power play. And we can barely get on the power play even at that. Yeah. We're, we're barely on the power play and we're always on the penalty kill. So we're, and it really does feel like we're we're getting the short end of the stick every single game we're playing. Because I mean, I've well, talked about this multiple stats times. Stats would say that that we are too. <laughs> yeah, stats are agreeing with 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 what we're with what I'm seeing. But like, it feels like everything that is even close to a penalty gets called on us, which is which I think is fairly true. Other people pointed out last game. Sure, we had a high stick early in the game that was missed. The the calls that were missed on Tampa Bay were in critical moments of the game, and they had three full more power plays than we did. There's a big difference there. Oh, they missed some calls. Okay, but they got some that were n- not really penalties too. So they, well, I would call a give back call. Yeah. And the stars I mean, how many times? Yeah, how many times did Tampa did did the stars did a stars player foul Tampa while they were trying to like break around them? I mean, I yeah. I didn't I didn't we didn't have one hooking. I felt all peer all game. Honestly, it it was honestly from stick infractions level it was pretty good from the stars especially from recent memory yeah and it's not just last game i mean we, we talked about this over and over it's every it feels like it's every game everything that's close to penalties called on us while well, nothing is called on the other team especially if you think about the other game that was probably what i'd say the second best game of the season behind last night's was to the toronto game i mean we were really aggressive and we just didn't get a lot of power plays and we took a ton of penalties. It felt like every small stick infraction was called. We didn't get away with anything. So uh, I'm hoping that law of averages will bounce that out. And then just second, the next part of the season will just be getting away with everything. But uh, I don't know. It's tough because it feels like we kind of have a uh, reputation now. Like, Oh, this team just takes a lot of penalties when it doesn't feel like we should, but we'll see how that, progresses through the rest of the season but we'll try and stay off of penalties it'll be rough on a similar topic our special teams com- combined is probably the best in the league i mean you, you said it third best on the power yeah. play third best on the penalty kill ever since miro's been back our power play has been fantastic it's been unstoppable and we've been and we're, we've we're actually been second in the league on power play now with last night oh so wow. we, we actually jumped edmonton last night Jumped Edmonton. So second in the league we, on power play. Yeah, we, we're we jumped the, Edmonton. We're beating the guy play. who has McDavid and Drysaitel on the ice for two full minutes on the same power play unit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's nuts. Our 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 special teams has been fantastic. That's part of the reason why the Stars have been in so many games. I mean, yeah, nuts. Let's just move on to to the yeah. next thing I, I mean, have in here. Well, well, go ahead. Just just real quick with the special teams. Was that that was my whole point in the in the Sharks game? I mean, if we if we if we even take like three more penalties, we probably win that game. <laughs> like it, it was a five four game. It was close, and there was not a lot of calls in it at all. I think there were two calls, and they were both in the third period, and that yeah. that was it. And, so. and also, we haven't even talked about our, our shorthanded. We've been we have to be in top ten on shorthanded goals. Do you know where we're at on that? I don't know where we're at, but we have four now. We have four shorthanded goals. Yeah. So, in, like, 
they're always a, a threat. I mean, especially with Rope Hence, he's he's taking a lot of the shorthanded time and he's always great on it. Glendinning and Fox have looked very dangerous every single time they've been on the penalty kill. If they get a chance to take a rush, they're taking it. And that's what I've, I've yeah. loved about this new penalty kill. It's also just so aggressive. I mean, it is definitely large box, aggressive, get after the point guys, make them make a quick decision. And yeah. sometimes we get beat and it looks like a gorgeous goal, but that's what it's going to take for us to get beat. It's going to take some gorgeous passing, some perfect plays, that's fine. We'll give them that yeah. every and, every single time. And and in the past two games, we're plus one on the penalty kill. <laughs> and we've taken mm-hmm. 11 penalties in two games. Yeah. And, and it also feels like this season especially is different because we're not relying on our goaltenders on the penalty kill as much. I mean, last season it was very much keep it centered. Don't give up the slot pass. Good luck, Otter. <laughs> we'll see what he can do. Yeah, deal and, with the dude and, in front. And there was great highlight packages from it, but it just feels so much more effective right now on the penalty kill. It feels like he he's being protected more. It feels like we're putting pressure on the other guys to make a play. And the whole special team is just fantastic. And while we're talking about fantastic, let's go on to the first line. Because the first line has been, last season they were probably the second best line in hockey. Right now they're, they're number one. They're the best line in hockey. They're... I just saw their expected goals. They're fourth in the league and goals above expected. I think they're second. So they're expected to get a lot of goals and they're exceeding it still by a substantial margin. That is insane. I mean, talk, talk about that a little bit. You got any stats for us on that, James? I mean, the, the line itself is insane. I mean, Henson Robo already have over 20 points and Pavelski isn't far from it. And yeah. the, the nice thing is that they, they come up in times when we need it. I mean, last last night we it was it was a tied two two game. It felt like Tampa was starting to get back into it, and Robertson somehow sneaks through the middle of their whole team and snaps one into their net, and makes it three two. It it's just it's those type of goals that they get that that is that is so special about them, and 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 also that's they're the whole reason why the power play is as good as it is. I mean, most of the time they are the ones to score on it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, power play points. Robertson has 10 out of 25 of his points are on the power play. Uh, Hence, 7 out of 20 is on the power play. Pavelski, 6 out of 19 is on the power play. And to even dig a little bit deeper on that line, Jason Robertson, that's the best deal in hockey right now is the deal that he signed this summer. I mean, what is it? 7.25 million? and 7.75, I think. 7.75 million. Half a million off. He already has 25 points. He's, I think, I think he's third in the league right now in points behind Connor yep. McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. He's beating Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin. I think he's, I think he's tied with Nathan McKinnon. No, he's tied he's with, tied with right now. Miko Tanen, and Pasternak. <laughs> but, but still, it doesn't take away from anything. He's, he's the least paid player in the in the top three. <laughs> By a wide margin, probably. Well, maybe not possibly because he takes a pay cut. But still, it, he's been fantastic. And the fact that anyone at all, I mean, I would say it was 50-50 split on Twitter when he signed that deal. There were Some people were like, all right, this is an okay deal. And some people were like, man, he's way overpaid. One year, and you're going to give him that much? And we knew on the podcast, we were like, that's an amazing deal. I mean, it really was. It's going to prove to be a great deal to come. Gives us room to sign hints soon, too. 
man, that's that could be the biggest yeah. signing that Nil has made his entire time as GM for the Stars. And the crazier thing to me is that I mean, he he's he's only played this is only his uh third season playing in the NHL at all. And he's played uh one shortened season in that. Every season his points per game has gotten better and better. And this season he's looking to even blow out last season's point total, which was crazy. Probably he had like lot. 79 points in 72 games. Yeah. And he already has 25 and 16 games. He's looking to absolutely blow that point total out of the water. Yeah, and, and I think in preseason, we were mentioning, oh, we need all these guys to start contributing more. We need Ben and Sagan. We need Marchman to come in and make a big difference. We need Miro to come in and start scoring a lot of goals. Gurianov needs to make a resurgence because we weren't expecting this top line to be as good as they were last year. I mean, Pavelski's getting yeah. older. The, Robertson well, breakout season. And they just keep getting better. Like, they're not – it's it's yeah. better and better. Yeah, I and, mean, Ro- Robertson – Robertson and Hintz both are doing better than they were last year right now. I mean, it's, we weren't even, we weren't even expecting them to be better. That's not what we were even looking for in the off season. We were all looking at Ben and Sagan really, I think the most. So to to do minuscules amount. Yeah. I was expecting them to be worse. Honestly, I didn't think that they could top what they did last season. I didn't think we were going to have a 40 goal scorer. And now it looks like we're going to have three. It looks like all three of them are going to reach 40 goals. So. Yeah, I mean, their 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 pace right now is insane. Whether they can keep it up or not is a different story. But right now, it is absolutely insane. We said that all last season too, though. We said the exact same thing. We're like, ah, oh, no way they're going to keep it up. We got to find secondary screen. And you know what they did? They kept it up the entire time. <laughs> and yep. right now, we're getting that same production, and like we said, even better. And we're getting the secondary scoring, especially on the road, which is huge. Um, and that's why we're one of the best teams in hockey right now. I mean, it really is. Um, while we're talking about and just go ahead. Well, let, let, let me do let me say one thing about Jason Robertson real quick is that he he has completely started just doing a shoot first mentality. He's always yeah. the one to shoot. Right now he has he has 63 shots on the team. Uh, on the season sorry which is 30 more than pretty much everyone else on the team so he's shooting twice as much as everyone on the team every single game and he's talked he talked about that before this he's before the season too he was like i my shots are going in my shooting percentage is too high like that's something that guys are are looking at now is like if your shooting percentage is high shoot more (laughs) because you're going to score more goals too and he's yeah. shooting more. He's getting way more goals, which he scored 40 last year. He's already at 11 yeah. through 16 games. But, yeah. I mean, he's he's still – he's actually has right now a higher shot percentage than he did at the end of last season. <laughs> <laughs> so last season, he ended with a 13.4, right? Yeah. Or wait, no. That was – last season, he ended with a – 18.6 so he's shooting a 17.5 right now okay, but still so that is absolutely yeah i i had it organized the wrong way around i had yeah. it organized by points not year but it, he's still he's still right there and he's and it feels like he really is shooting that much more and he's one he percentage is. down <laughs> almost every night he's ahead by a wide margin i mean there was one night didn't he have 10 shots one game yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's substantial consistently does it too it, do you think that this is something that this top line can sustain throughout the entire season? Because I, 
I think it definitely is because last season they did it. The, the NHL is trending just towards more offense in general. And I think the play style fits these guys perfectly. I mean, getting the puck on the boards and the other and the other team's zone, small little passes and quick shot. That's how this line scores goals. So I think it, this can definitely be sustained through the season. I think it could, but I mean, you, you got to think about um, injuries right now too. If anyone on that first line gets injured, that's going to drop a lot, which I know that's true for that's any team, team's yeah. first line. If anyone, um, yeah, it's all, it's all the same, but I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna drop their production production quite a bit. And I would expect at least one person to be out for a week or two at some point throughout the season. Yeah. And we were talking about line combinations, but there's a lot of interesting things that could happen if something like that happens. You could go back to what we saw in the uh, in the preseason where we had uh, Gurionov, Henson, Marchment, which went bananas. That would be really interesting to see. But let's talk about that when it comes. Hopefully it doesn't come. <laughs> but we, we also talked yeah. a little bit about Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan, uh, how in the preseason we mentioned they need to produce more. I kind of wanted to just check in on them see how they're doing so far um, and compare them to last season. They're doing bit. crazy. Well, right now it, I'm kind of surprised a little bit. So Jamie Ben definitely is going crazy. Jamie Ben's going nuts. I mean, he has five goals in the past five games. He's he, that a lot of that's due yeah. to, didn't he have a hat trick? I think right games? now he's a, yeah, he had a hat trick in the Montreal game. I think he's, he's one point under a point per game player right now. I have him over a point per game. No, he's one point under. Sorry. I looked at the wrong one. Yeah. He's, he's one point under a point per game player. And that's after a slow start too. I mean, hit, the start of the season was not great. And he has really hit a rhythm now. The past five games, he's been very good. Like even when he hasn't scored yeah. or gotten points, he's been very noticeable in the game. I think last game might've been like the first little slowdown. And he's, and he, anyway, he's been playing great. Um, Sagan, on the other hand, 11 points in 16 games so far, uh, Really surprised, actually. He had he finished the season last year with 49 points in 81 games. So, as of late, he hasn't played really well. He he had a good three or four game stretch, I think, um, about five games ago would be the end of that. But as of recently, he's not produced very much. Um, but the same with Marchment. That whole line is kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah, and, and you know what that is, right? That's that's moving Delandra from that second line to the third line. It really that, might that's be. fully what that is. No, it a hundred percent is. I mean, this is this is something that Bruce talked about on the ticket uh after after I forget. I, I don't remember if it was yesterday's game or I think it was Saturday's game, but or maybe it was Sunday. It might have been Sunday. Anyway, doesn't matter. He talked about that ever since uh Delander has been moved off that second line, that per that production of the second line has dropped substantially. I mean, and we really J- are. And Jamie Ben's production has jumped to find someone. Yes, Jamie Ben's exactly. production has jumped. I mean, so yeah, yeah. It, it really looks like Delandra is like a key piece to a line. I, I don't know specifically what it is because honestly, most of the time I don't notice him all that much. Honestly, he he's very yeah. aggressive in the corners. I notice him there. Very but, aggressive on the I mean, side. I don't, I don't He's know some skating down the side. Yeah. But that, I mean, that we just need another person to be able to, to fit into that second or third line. It, There's just like one, one piece missing in all that. And that's a great segue to Gurionov. Um, 
because he's been hurt recently the past two games he's been out but we really need to talk about uh we, we talked about how this is his last his last his last chance kind of he's on a three million dollar contract because that was what was required for his entry level contract because of what he made in his previous contract there's a lot of rules for that whatever he's making three million dollars he has three points in 12 games played so far we talked about when he replaced Delandria again on that second line, this whole second line did worse. Not just Gurionov. Everybody did worse on that line. When he moved down to the bin line, I feel like they played worse. So it, we, we've talked about it for two seasons now. Gurionov's got to figure something out. I mean, I don't know what it is exactly. It's d- definitely there's some defense on there. There's definitely some tr- some want to. I mean, there's times where you see Gurionov fly around the wings and just crash towards the net. That's when Gurionov is at his best. He's doing that and he's taking one timers. That's what you need Gurionov to do. And it feels like he's just, he's just not doing that. Like, I don't know if it's just overthinking. He's just trying to play smart hockey when he needs to play Gurionov hockey. I mean, he, <laughs> this is the last guy that we want to. No, I, I to try totally agree, man. We want him to leave the zone first, go skate up the ice and make their defenders back off try and get breakaways, try and crash the net, goalie bowl every once in a while if you lose an edge. Like, that's what he's for. He's a He needs to be a wild stallion. Like, th- that's what I think of when I think of what Gurionov needs to be. And he, he's he's not doing it. I mean, he, he needs to find his niche in this team because he, he's the one guy who does not have a spot, it feels like. Yeah. No, I, that's 100% what it is. I mean, he's been... He's been lost for years from what it seems like. He had that one 20, 20 goal season that that looked really good. And then since then, he really hasn't done anything. I mean, it, it's just been it's it's been honestly disappointing to see. Yeah. And it's so disappointing because he has those tools. I mean, he's a fast guy, he's large, he can win puck battles, and he has a massive shot. And he's just it's just not he's not putting it together. Um, and I really think it is. He just needs to let point, loose. It, uh, th- yeah. that, that's my theory is he needs to let loose, stop caring so much and try and score goals. And that's it. Don't care about the defense. Do your best. Obviously play hard, try and win puck battles in your own zone, but go play offense, go score goals. That's what you're here for. So far he has one goal, two assists. It's, and he's, he's not one, doing what one of those assists was. And one of those assists was Sagan just going beast mode, but it, it's, <laughs> It's really starting to feel like like a Nichushkin situation. It does. Where like he he's going to be a good player if he goes somewhere else. Like he will eventually be able to break out and be a good player, but it doesn't feel like he's going to do it here. He's yeah. he's he's pretty much lost his spot on the lineup, unfortunately. I feel like he has. I feel like they're passing Delandria back and forth, moving Gary on off wherever Delandria isn't, is what it really feels like. And that's why I was really interested to see if uh, Blumel would come up and just take his spot outright, um, which still may happen. I mean, he's played decently the first couple of games. I wouldn't say he's been outstanding. He scored that goal. That was great. You love to see him score. Um, he had He's had a couple more chances, too, to score that he didn't bury. Um but on the defensive side, I wouldn't say I'm as impressed as it was with like a Johnston, who's been super solid defensively. Um, I, he just wasn't as noticeable, in my opinion. Um, that also brings up the idea of uh, Peterson. I mean, I, I read an article earlier on uh, 
Bruce Levine's, but it wasn't Bruce's article. It was the other guy. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but Dallas Hockey Now had a great article on Peterson down in the AHL. And they talked about it. he didn't have a great camp. He's kind of still struggling a little bit in the AHL. But when he was up here, he was just finding ways to score goals. He was one of your favorite guys, James, because, I mean, yeah. he didn't have like he had a like crazy six amount of game-winning goals. Six game-winning goals, yeah. He only <laughs> had like 10 or like eight or 10 goals, but six of them were game-winning goals. He just was clutch. Yeah, with, with really small amounts of ice time, too. So maybe it's a situation like that. We just need to keep cycling guys in and out. But right now, when you're paying a guy $3 million and you're talking about cycling them out with the guys in the AHL, that's that's not a good spot for Gurionov. And we've talked about this as last chance. And I'm not sure if any other team will give him a go if uh, if he doesn't at least get something yeah, they will. right now. Because, I mean, 3 through 12 yeah. is uh, atrocious. It is, but I, I mean, honestly, he, he really, it really feels like he has the talent there. I mean, we, we see it every game, honestly, every game he's doing something that makes you just slow. Like, oh, there's Garyanov going down, the, going down the wing, crashing, going toward the front of the net, trying to get a goal. He just, he just hasn't found a way to score. I, I really don't know what it is. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, I think it's aggression. I think he's got to let go and just do it. Um, but yeah, we need to see and more from on the, on the on the Peterson thought real quick. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, we 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 came up and we let him play for one game. But if we played him another game, we would have he would have had to clear waivers before he went back down to the age. Yeah. So that's part that's part of the problem with Peterson right now is that if if we bring him up for another game and he plays, he's either staying on the roster or he's gonna have to clear waivers. Yeah. That I do agree that's part of the problem. Um I just don't think he's responding well to what's happening in the in the AHL. And I don't think he ever played well in the AHL. I mean, he played his best when he was on the stars, I feel like. Um so, I don't know. That's a tough situation. Probably business biz- I mean, will win out it, on that, and he'll stay that down there. But I'd I'd like to see it given a shot. I think the, I think the biggest problem is though is that really the the gap that we're trying to fill now is a second line gap and not a third line gap anymore. And I think Peterson could be a really good third liner. I I don't see him playing in the top six. I really don't. Yeah, I, I don't think that he has he he doesn't have the 
the skill to do it, honestly. He, I mean, when when the coaches talk about him, talk about Peterson, they talk about how smart he is, like with hockey sense. But he really, he really doesn't have that many tools to 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 be able to use it. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good question. So I I pretty much agree. I think Delanger is pretty solidly on that third line. I think it helps Ben out a lot more. I think it's good to have Johnson with another young guy. It, who do we have on the right side of Sagan and Marchman? Th- that's a really good question. Because I, I don't know, think man. we have any. We we want Gryanov there. And we want him to just just fly down the ice. But it, it, is there any other person who can really fill that spot? Is that something that you try and fill with a trade? I mean, what, what do we think? I mean, I, I don't I, I think it's too early for a trade right now. I it's mean, Ardell saying, yeah, Ardell's saying over here that I mean, we got Blumel and Damiani is pretty much what we're looking Damiani at. If, if it's not Gurionov, yeah, yeah, I, I think I, he probably will at some point during the season. But it's it's just so tough right now, man. And, and this is something that kind of sucks because it, it it sucks to send Stankovin down. Because if you think of another guy who would really fill that spot well. I mean, Stanky's my guy, and he's been just been yeah. blowing up the juniors right now. And we talked about it on the show. We know why he's sent down. He's sent down to play on the Blazers and to win the Memorial Cup for the Stars owner, Gagliardi. Obviously, that was what was going to yeah. happen. It makes sense for him. It doesn't make sense for Stankovin because he's already done everything in, the, in juniors that he can do. But it makes sense for business-wise for Gagliardi. But cool. it, it really feels like you would love to have – Stank have been on that spot right now just to see what he could do. I think that might be a complete picture. I don't think there's any way we're getting that though. <laughs> so we can keep that in our hopes and dreams. Not this season. Not this season. Next season for sure. Next season, there's no way you can keep him away. Um no. yeah. So well, we need that's a big question going forward. And a good one to ask Ryan too. I think we need to figure out that second line right winger. Um, another player that I looked at and compared to last season a little bit was Miro Haskinen. Um, we talked a lot about in the off season that Haskinen needs to produce more. He needs to get more points. He needs to score more goals, not just get assists. And he's, he's doing pretty good. He's top five in the team on points. Um, he has 12 points through 13 games played because he did have quite a lengthy injury. Um, a big thing about it is a lot of his points are on the power play. Half of his points actually are only power play points. Um, which makes sense. He's the quarterback to one of the best power plays in the entire league. But I really want to see more from him five on five and not just defensively. We know his defensive prowess, his, his skating, his speed is outstanding. Good enough to keep up with McDavid going backwards and his stick is flawless. I mean, mm-hmm. almost never takes stick infractions. Always gets the puck off the other team. Amazing stick checks. I, I need to see him do things like Kill McCarr does or Adam Fox does. They just they take the puck from their own end, go all the way through the neutral zone, into the offensive zone, get a chance, and now we're set up. That's what I think we're really missing from Miro Haskinen is that really just taking over the play, stick handling through everybody, do it yourself. And I don't, I, I feel like he's holding back on that really. Cause I feel like he's getting opportunities where he'll take it to the red line and then he'll pass off to a forward. 
And I, I really want to see more aggression from him, more, more selfishness. I want Miro to be selfish. I want him to hold the puck, go make a play yourself. Cause I really need to see more goals. Two goals is not enough, honestly, for, for a guy who's our offensive defenseman in a league where defensemen can score a lot of points, obviously with Carlson doing what he's doing, we need more. What, what, what do you think we can do for Miro to score more goals? I mean, he's at least on a a whole lot better pace, point pace he than he was is. last year, which is good. And, and I think most of that is is the product of Klingberg leaving and him taking over the power play completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I think you're 100% right with the five-on-five calls that he could probably be a lot more aggressive on that. But he, he also plays on the penalty kill a ton. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're talking... He, I, I'm pretty sure he does. He, he, he's kind of he kind of just does everything for us right now. I mean, we mm-hmm. don't have what we would call a shutdown defenseman right now. I mean, Lindell used to be better. He, he was better in previous years. This year, he hasn't looked as good. He hasn't played as much. I mean, Suter is kind of who we're looking at as more of our shutdown defenseman, and that's kind of scary because he's <laughs> he's not. He's, he's not bad, okay? But he's not the best if you want, like, a a really good defensive defenseman. He he makes yeah. great plays all the time, but he, he plays so much that, I mean, you're going to you're gonna see leaks and cracks start start coming. Yeah. It, it really I mean, just feels like he, he has to do everything. You're 100% right on the shorthanded call. Uh, Tampa Bay, 3 minutes, 41 seconds shorthanded time and a minute 35 power play time and he finishes that game we didn't even talk about this guess how much time on ic finishes that game with i have no clue wrong 28 19 almost 30 full minutes <laughs> goodness that is amazing this second that's closest ryan Suter, for him typically he plays yeah that's shocking. And, and typically he'd been playing He'd been playing uh, like 24, 25 minutes at most. Yeah, it, not that much farther off, but certainly not uh, freaking <laughs> not 30 minutes. So yeah. that's crazy. I'm, I'm said I was going to talk about Carlson. Okay, looking at Carlson. Yeah, okay. So you're spot on with that. I mean, Eric Carlson's not playing anything on the on the penalty kill. And Miro Haskinen is and a lot one of, of our top penalty kill guys. A lot of those offensive defensemen really – don't play that much on the penalty kill. I mean, I, they, they still do play on it, but it's not nearly as much as we as we put Haskinen on the penalty kill. Yeah, totally agree. And I think partially that's due because Haskinen's better defenseman than those guys are. He's definitely more well-rounded than Akil McCarr or Eric Carlson, for sure. Um, I think his offense is more worth it, though. So do you think getting a guy like Colin Miller comfortable in a situation like that and playing him instead of Miro Haskin in. I mean, because if you look at it, three minutes taken off for Miro's ice time and throw that to more five-on-five time, more chances for him to score goals, make opportunities for other people, I think that's more worth it, especially with how great our penalty kill's been. Maybe take a little bit off of it, or maybe even keep it equivalent, because Colin Miller's played pretty well so far for us this year. I don't know. It, it, it feels weird to limit our... I don't know. Our, it, the- a guy like that. I, well, I mean, the thing that we talk about with Haskin and all the time, though, is that his, his stick checking is good. I mean, you've already mentioned it. He, he is just able to 
take the puck away from the end from the opposing players and he's he's able to knock it out of passing lanes even if he can't retain possession he stops he, he stops 90 percent of two-on-ones against him it, it's yeah. he's just that type of player he just he stops it every time i mean if the other team's coming at us with the two-on-one and Miro's our defender back i i am never worried in that situation like genuinely as a fan i I see Haskin in there. I'm like, oh, he's going to break it up. It's yeah. fine. I honestly like, get excited to see a great defensive player. What other defenseman like, does that? Yeah, I'm excited to see like, oh, what's Mira going to do this time to break it up? <laughs> it's interesting to see. But yeah. do, do you think then maybe we're looking at it wrong? We shouldn't be comparing him to guys like Makar or Carlson? I don't think we should at all. I, I think what Miro does is that he changes the entire way our team plays. He he. He's getting a little bit more offense now, which is great, but he's able to play back and stop the opposing team from playing offense all by himself. <laughs> I mean, if he's the only defenseman on the ice, he could probably stop all the offense. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It, it really does. He he really, it, it. I mean, we saw it with when he was out for those three games, our team looked awful <laughs> on yeah. both the penalty kill and the power play. They looked really bad yeah that's fair so maybe we're looking at him incorrectly he's not he's not as offensive as those guys more of a well-rounded guy which i've always said he's he's a better defender than those guys are we need to look at him a little bit differently i'm fair with that i'm on board with it all right last hockey topic we'll get into i think talk a little bit about the florida game that's coming up that's going to be another really big game um against another really good team Florida Panthers are pretty much even with us. We have a nine five and two record. Florida nine six and one. We get to see. Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Kachuk. Kachuk move over to Florida. See their new roster that got really revamped, but maybe got better. Maybe got worse. They're not playing as good so far this year. Um, what are you excited about for next game, James? I, I'm really excited as well. Uh, I think. The I think it's going to be fun watching the Marchment coming back to Florida because yep, that'll just be cool, I think, in general. But also, uh, this is a matchup against two teams who had really, really good starts and have kind of tapered off some. I mean, both yep. of these teams have started to go a little bit more 500 after their blazing starts. So this should be a, a good matchup, honestly. Just, yep. I mean, last game against Tampa, that was Tampa coming coming off of a slow start and starting to pick back up and that was a great game and this should this should be another another great game i mean we 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 really can hang with these top teams now and i'm even more excited than i was before to watch to watch these top top tier matchups yeah last 10 game record for both teams dallas stars are five four and one in the last 10 games uh panthers are five five and oh in the last 10 games that five four and one yeah so i nailed it (laughs) Yeah, you nailed it. I didn't there. even look at the past five, past ten. I games. thought you were honestly, uh, but those I losses wasn't. from the stars in the past five, in the past ten games, mostly due to Miro Haskinen being out. I, I, I firmly believe that because uh, you're, you're, you're well, and you honor on that one too. To they, they sucked when Miro was not on the team. Um, another big thing, Andre has not looked super. He hasn't looked as good as he did in the beginning of the season since his injury. Uh, he's allowed five goals in two of the past three games. Not good at all, obviously. Um, 
we'll see if he can come back and take over games like he did in the beginning of the season. Um, he's still, even with, like I said, five goals in the past two games, save percentage, 929, goals against average, 212. He's still top tier on those lists. His record is 6-2-1. and one. Um, Going up against Bobrovsky. I, I really... He, go ahead. And I really feel like... Uh, in, in that first game against the Sharks, that really felt like he was shaky and he was coming back from not being out for two weeks. That's what it felt like. Which is and that's, fair. that's essentially what it was. And in the Philly game, he looked great. And in the Tampa game, I thought he looked great till he got run over. He got he got run over by Nemeskov. And really after that, it felt like he was if he was a lot more shaky. So yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. Normally, normally, I don't think he would get rattled by that. But with him coming back from an injury, that might have rattled him. Yeah. And it's still not like we're not even saying that Ottinger was playing bad in those games either. Because there's not a goal that I would say, oh, he's got to have that one. But Ottinger makes big saves when we need him. And that's that's what he does. He, he wins games for us. And the past three games, it has felt like we're kind of putting him on the train instead of he's putting us on the yeah. train. So we got to kind of get back to him putting us on the train. That would be very nice. He's going up against Bobrovsky more than likely. I haven't heard, actually. More than likely going up against Bobrovsky. He's had a tough start to the season. Uh, 905 save percentage, 314 goals against. Really, Was he injured at some point during this season? Because he's really been splitting time with with Knight. Do you know? Uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that. I know he had a... Not great start to season, so Knight was taking some of them. I don't know why. Okay, so that might even know. be a, a battle thing going on. Interesting. But either way, both Knight, we'll, we'll go ahead and say Knight stats too, since we don't know what's going on. Knight has a 922 save percentage, 231 goals against average. Definitely been the better of the two goalies so far. Uh, we'll see if he keeps taking those from him. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to Ottinger stepping up more. It's going to be an offensive onslaught again. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw nine goals again, honestly, between these two teams. That's something that I could see that's a lot more likely. What I really want to see is the Stars getting on the power play more, for sure. And the they deserve that after no, the few, it, we need, few games we've had. This this game specifically, we need to, to make them play special teams the entire game. Florida <laughs> is 28th. In power play, and they are twentieth oh. in penalty kill. Oh my goodness! We want we want to kill this team on the special teams. Okay, that is just, shocking for their power play. Make that the refs might, call something. That might just be because the difference of uh, Huberto going out and just trying to get the chemistry with Kachuk now as a replacement. It, that that is shocking to me that they have so, so many offensive weapons and that's so low. But either way, great stat, James. Definitely agree with you there. We need to jump on the special teams. Yeah. If y'all go look at the game center on NHL.com for the preseason there, the, the bars for special teams are all green pretty much. <laughs> They're very slightly red. Yeah. So definitely need to get on the special teams there. Um, beyond that, we want to see, I, I think Granov might be back next game is what I saw on Twitter. Uh, injured the past two games. Um, he might be coming back. I'm not for sure on that. We might want to play blue mail a bit. Instead, because like we've talked about, Grand hasn't been great. Um, I didn't see an update on Delandria on the shot block. Did you see anything, James? I didn't either. I didn't. I so didn't be know. on the look for that tomorrow morning on whether or not Delandria is skating or not. We'll try and uh, retweet something on Twitter more than likely. Um, there was one more thing I was thinking about, but I can't think of anything. Do you got anything, James, to help me? 
try and jog my memory. I I don't know what you're thinking half the time. Okay, fair enough. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> six p.m. Central Time tomorrow. We're in Florida. Oh wait, so, wait, you're thinking about the who cares segment. Oh, no, 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 no. I already had that. Uh, there was something still hockey. Related. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. 6 p.m. Central Time tomorrow. Uh, Florida Stars still on the road trip for a little while. Um, I'm tired of playing Eastern Conference teams. I want to play in our division, but hopefully we're getting there soon. Um, but, yeah, I think at this point it is time for the Who Cares oh. segment. Well, James, is... what was the great idea let, for let the Who Cares just, segment? Uh... Um, so, uh, I, I got, uh, tipped yesterday in quarters and it was a $10 tip in quarters. So we are doing coins for the who cares segment. Coins. Top, top three coins. In fact, top three coins, top three coins. Okay. Well, without further ado, let's get straight into it. James, what is your number third coin? My number third coin is the half dollar coin. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the no. the 50 cent coin. <laughs> it is enormous. You never see them anymore. <laughs> That's my third coin so too. Big. My third oh, coin is the half dollar. Is. The JFK half dollar specifically. There is an older one that has, uh, that has, uh, what's his name? Ben Franklin on it. I do not want the Ben Franklin half dollar. I want the JFK half dollar. JFK, just a handsome man. I mean, it sucks that what a great coin sucks that he got shot in Dallas. That's a little, it's a little <laughs> meta for right now. Uh, it's really but bad. anyway, handsome man. He's a martyr. He'll live forever. He's a legend. He's immortalized on I'll, the coolest, I'll most special coin. That, we X. Have. that X on the sidewalk. You know, I always, I'll always remember it. I know exactly Oof. where it happened okay that museum that they, they took me to that museum when i was in junior high <laughs> what is wrong was it, with them what's it called it's the ninth floor museum in downtown dallas i i, I think it's something like that right. y'all go find that museum because it really is cool i mean i love that museum they showed all the different yeah. stuff they talked about the different conspiracy theories it's got, it's got, they yeah. they just try to disprove them we got an audio walkthrough i don't know i yeah i did the audio walkthrough audio walkthrough is fantastic highly That's recommend cool. All right, James, number two coin. Uh, my number two coin is the the new penny. Okay, the penny the itself penny. is useless, right? Uh, I, well, it's it's the one cent penny that has the shield instead of the Abraham Lincoln memorial on the back. So Abe's still on the front, right? But he's not on the front and the back now. It's just mm. like a like a shield looking thing. I think it looks cool. So. <laughs> Don't like the shield. What's That's the shield? My number two. That I looks like, like Captain America's costume know. shield I, in the beginning well, of the movie. That's probably why I like it. <laughs> mm. I do not like that shield, honestly. Very much dislike. Strange coincidence. My second coin is also a penny, but my penny is <laughs> the wheat penny. Do you know what I'm talking about, James? The wheat penny. The wheat penny? Yeah, look no. it up. So this penny, I have to look likewise, the normal Abraham Lincoln on the front, the classic icon in coinography. I don't know if that's a thing. I just made it up. If it's not, you're welcome, Harvard. But the back, likewise, says one cent in print, United States of America, and then two wheat stalks going around it. 
And I just think, you know what? A hardworking man like Abraham Lincoln deserves a hardworking penny like that. That just looks like a working man's penny. And you know what? It makes me happy. makes me think of America. And I enjoy it. It, 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 make, it turns on my serotonin levels. All right. James, number one. Number one coin. Okay. My number one coin is it's a quarter, okay? It is the 2020 quarter that has bats on the back of it. Oh, Have you no. seen this quarter? Yeah, I've seen the quarter. <laughs> it, ca- it came out in 2020. It has bats on the back of it. It is already pre-decided. So this is like some crazy fate going on. But there are bats on the back of the 2020 quarter, and I will always remember seeing that quarter and just laughing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and it's for that American, was the funniest thing ever. It's for American Samoa National Park, and it's just two bats. If you don't get the coronavirus, a lot of people think it came from the bat, from someone eating some bat soup. And whether it did or not doesn't even matter, okay? But the, the fact that people think that it did and then the quarter was a bat, that is hilarious. Also, con- the quarter just looks cool. There's a conspiracy theory there from... Somewhere. Somebody make one. Someone make a conspiracy theory, please. I would appreciate it. All right. My number one coin, the actual best coin, is going to be the Sacagawea gold dollar. You look it up. Look up the Sacagawea gold dollar. This one is a little bit smaller than a quarter. Solid gold. I mean, it might not be solid gold. I have no idea. But solid gold. Has Sacagawea on the front, just looking lovely. I mean, where where would California be without her? We don't know. We wouldn't know what it was. We wouldn't know California existed without Sacagawea. That's a fact. Don't quote me on it. The back, very cool, has a flying eagle. Not just the quarter eagle, which is a cool eagle, I'll actually say. Honorary mention, the classic, e- the classic quarter with the eagle on the back. Iconic. But this eagle is majestic. Majestic flying eagle looking for a hunt. Fantastic coin. Also, just one more side thing. The ridges on it. The ridge on the side, it's more raised than most coins. And I don't know. It it, it just it just feels nice. It feels good. Makes okay. me happy. Well, I'm gonna say we tied on that one. Yeah, we <laughs> this is tough when we don't have a third party. There's no third really party is. to the side here. We'll say we tied. We'll we'll leave it up to the comments. Please comment below which coin list is better. Um and let us know what you want us to do next time for the Who Cares segment. Anything else you need want to mention tonight, James? Nope. Nope. Okay. Thanks for the long, awkward pause. So we'll be <laughs> back with you tomorrow night. Remember the game is at six. We'll start probably around eight thirty or nine. Who knows? Check back, check our socials. Uh, use that promo code THPN at DraftKings. I'll give you free little goodies from them. Let them know that we sent you there. Visit our store, shopstarcasticremarks.com. Is that what it is? Something like that. Know. Yeah, we don't know. It's Ryan's thing. It's something yeah, like that. Look it up. Go to our socials. You'll find it there. Um, Ryan will be back with us tomorrow. We'll see you then. I'm Chris. He's James. And... Guess we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya.